You're listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is preached by Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Dear Saints, we are at a particular disadvantage when it comes to meditating on the cross of Jesus. And the disadvantage that we have is this. We don't know really how bad we are. We don't know the depth of our own sin. We don't know what we truly deserve from God. We naturally think pretty well of ourselves, that we're pretty good people. It's true we make mistakes to err as human and all that sort of stuff, but we generally have a pretty high estimation of ourselves. And if we were to ask what we deserve from God, I think that list has good things on it, not bad things. In fact, I've, I've had any number of conversations in the last month where people were so disappointed because God hadn't given to them all the good things that He thought that they should. We don't know how bad we are. I think I've told you this story. There was a time at the seminary where I was standing there with another a classmate of mine. We had been to, it was a Sunday afternoon, we'd been to church, we were coming back, we were in the uh, parking lot of his apartment, we were standing there by his van, and we heard down the street a screech and a crash, and we ran down the street and found uh, a man underneath a tree, underneath a motorcycle. He had crashed. And we ran up to him. And I remember I ran up to him there laying on the ground and I asked him, are you okay? And he said, I don't know. I can't feel my legs. He'd broken his neck. And he was so profoundly injured, this is the point, he was so profoundly injured that he didn't know how injured he was. He had broken even the part of him that told him how badly he was hurt. He should have been screaming. He should have been in agony. But he was so wounded, so broken, that he couldn't even feel his wounded, his wounds and his brokenness. And this is how it is with you and me. We are so profound, so, so deep and buried in our sin that we can't even see how sinful we are. It's like the kids, you remember this story of the kids that are, are wandering in the woods and they come across a well and they can't figure out how deep it is? So they, they, they poke a stick down there because they can't see the bottom and the stick won't reach. So they throw the stick and they, and they can't hear it hit the bottom. They wonder how deep it is, so they go and they find their dad and they said, Dad, we found a well in the forest and uh, we don't think it has a bottom. We think it just goes on forever. And the dad says, I can tell you exactly how deep it is. And he walks back with them to the well and he says, you see this huge pound, pile of dirt that came out of there? <laughs> That's how deep the well is. Now, now the, here, here is the point of this. 
that you can see how deep your sin is. You can see how prof- you can see the depth of your own fallenness and your own brokenness when you see what to pay the price when Jesus dies on the cross. So the cross, before it shows us the love of God, the cross shows us our own sin. It it shows us what we deserve. It shows us the wrath of God that He has for every sinner, for each sinner, for you and for me. It should have been you bound by these thugs sent from the high priest. It should have been you that the soldiers were slapping in the face for telling the truth. It should have been you. But the, the crown of thorns pressed into your head that had the whip laid across your, your back, that had the beard ripped out of your face and the spit dripping off of your cheeks. It should have been you who was stripped and nailed to the cross. And it should have been you there, hanging between heaven and, and earth in darkness with, with the worst of all, with the, with the anger of God. Did you hear how Isaiah said it? It's, I mean, we read it all the time. But every time it's a, a shock. It was the will of the Lord to crush him. It should have been you and me crushed by God. That's how bad you are. That is what you deserve. That's the claim that justice makes on you and the righteousness of God. But Jesus cannot imagine Jesus cannot imagine all of that suffering and all of that wrath falling on you. And He says, I will take it in your place. I will stand under the wrath of God and suffer what you deserve. I will be lifted up on the cross and take the punishment. Not for for my sin. Jesus didn't have any sin to be punished for. But I will be punished for your iniquities. I will bear your transgressions. I will suffer the wrath of God so that you will not get what you deserve. So that instead of being found by justice, you are found by mercy. Instead of being found by wrath, you are found by Jesus who saves you. And in this way, when we understand the depth of our own sin, then we begin to understand the height of His love. Which lets nothing stand between you and Him. I mean, can you imagine it? 
If in the counsel of God, the Father and the Son are talking about what it's going to take to win salvation, at some point, at some point, Jesus has to say, that's a little bit too far. When God says, you're going to have to go and be born of a virgin in a stable, and you're going to have to take upon human flesh and blood, and you're going to have to bear bear that forever. And Jesus says, okay. And then the Father says, and you're going to have to walk among humanity. And you're going to speak the truth. And you're going to bring light. And they're going to love the darkness more than the light. And Jesus says, okay. And then, and then you're going to have a few followers, but you're going to be arrested and you're going to be you're going to be dragged through the Sanhedrin and you're going to be falsely accused and, and all of the, of the sins of the world are going to be put on your name. And Jesus says, okay. And then he says, they're going to beat you and strip you and put a crown of thorns on you and, and put you before the people and mock you. Hail, King of the Jews, and slap you and blindfold you and say, Who's, if you're the Messiah, who struck you? And then they're going to nail you to the cross. And Jesus says, okay. And then he says that all those who followed you are going to be scattered. That your own mother is going to have a sorrow run through her heart like a sword driving her through. That all the crowds are going to wag their heads at you and they're going to say, he believed in God. Let God deliver him. And Jesus says, okay. And then the Father says, I'm going to turn my face away from you. I'm going to afflict you. I'm going to smite you. It is my will to crush you, to forsake you. And Jesus says, Okay. But with you, in his heart and on his mind, he says, Thy will be done. This is how much your Jesus loves you. How much he's willing to give for you, to have you as his own child his beloved son and daughter in eternal life with him. Hmm. At some point, at some point, we think that Jesus says, no, that's too far. But nothing is too far for Jesus. There is no measure to his love for you. The the height and depth and width and of His love for you is absolutely astonishing. And it completely outdoes the depth of your sin. Completely. So that I can stand before you tonight and tell you that this cross of Jesus, this suffering of Jesus, this bleeding and dying of Jesus is all for you. It's meant for you. Because Jesus loves you. He's won for you this gift of eternal life.
And dear saints, this is our confidence in life and in death. This is our glory, the cross of Jesus. This is our theology, the cross alone. And this is our hope and our treasure and our peace. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was one of joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word and kindness. If you have questions about anything you heard on today's broadcast, please don't hesitate to contact us at office at hope-aurora.org or call the office at 303-364-7416. For more information about our congregation, for locations, service time, and schedule, please visit our website at www.hope-aurora.org. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope.